My friend, it's Ashley Stahl here. Are you dreaming about getting better sleep? I know that when you don't like your sleep, you probably don't really like your life. So I ended up going to Casper's website to get their amazing Wave Hybrid mattress. Having been diagnosed with Lyme disease, it's so important that I have a mattress that supports me and I invest in something that really allows my body to be well and my sleep to be well day in and day out. Head on over to Casper's website to check out their selection of amazing mattresses. They even have mattresses that offer a durable base for optimal support and they have breathable foam to keep you cool at night. So I've been in such a love affair with it. It is incredible for supporting body aches and reducing back pain while you're asleep. Head on over to casper.com. Let me know if you get one of their mattresses. I would love to hear how that is for you. Head on over to casper.com and use code AshleyS21 for 20% off your order. You won't regret it. What's going on, my U-turn friends? It's Ash here, and this is another solo episode. And obviously, we all know I am so not a doctor, but I was inspired to do an episode just on health in general, on all levels, like not just your health when it comes to your mindset or your career, but your health when it comes to your body. And this is just an episode to share with you some of the resources that have been a game changer for me so that you can maybe consider them for yourself. I hope to wake you up to perhaps some things that are going on that you can tend to, uh, or hopefully you're listening to this wherever you are and you're realizing that your health is freaking incredible, which would be awesome. But I wanted to share a little bit about my own health journey. And I kind of mentioned this in an older episode, but it was like 2008, I was going to live in France. And I remember I started hyperventilating and my mom kept commenting on it. And it wasn't until I went to the doctor, ran a bunch of health tests, thought something was wrong with my lungs. And it turns out that it was anxiety. And I that was my first experience with naming anxiety as something that I am navigating. And I remember it ended, like I'd mentioned, I think, with the doctor saying, like, have you ever thought about seeing a counselor? And that was really big for me in my own mindset journey. And I would go on to discover so much through seeing a counselor. I processed, you know, the loss of my sister. And even though when I started seeing a a counselor, she was still alive. I was very much aware that my sister had some habits um, and an interest in drugs to the point where she wouldn't live as long as most people would. So I started to get better with my anxiety, saw different therapists over the years, and learned so much a- about it. Um, and, and in one of my more recent solo episodes, I talk about the power of medicating if you have anxiety or depression. It's something that I was able to not do um, because I was meditating and seeing therapists, but it did get to a point at one point where I started hyperventilating again. And I think anxiety is such a powerful messenger. And recently here in New York City, I've been in a new relationship with someone and he is so good for my system that I am so much calmer around him. And it's just a constant reminder that sometimes we need medicine to heal and our body has a very real chemical dysregulation that it needs us to regulate. 
Other times, it's the people in our life and we don't feel well or the choices that we're making that's literally making our body have a very physical response. So I wanted to just kick this episode off by inspiring you to ask your body a question. And the question is, do you trust me? I would love for you to just close your eyes, ask your body, do you trust me? And get curious, like, what is your body saying to you? Does it trust you? Does it not? It's interesting, for a long time ago when I was eating a lot of snack accidents because I freaking love sugar, I remember asking my body, do you trust me? And it said, no, like, you eat like shit and you don't take care of me. And it's interesting because I've taken a lot better care of my body, although I have been exhausted ever since I moved to New York just because I had um, some big work projects and deliveries coming and a new relationship. It was just like a lot of really good stuff, but I was exhausted. And then Jupiter, you know, my my dog adjusting to the city kind of looked like him waking me up, getting some stomach issues. Like it was just a whole thing. And now I'm doing so much better, but I'm noticing that when I ask my body now, do you trust me? It says, yeah, but can you tend to me a little more now? So it's interesting to see how my body, if I channel it talking to me, is sharing different things than it used to. And if your body doesn't trust you, uh, maybe that comes from how you talk about it, how you treat it. But I would ask you now, what do you need to do today for your for your body to trust you? Because, I mean, first of all, if your body doesn't trust you, it's usually pointing to the fact that you're not taking the best care of it. So what can you do to take better care of it? But second of all, if your body doesn't trust you, that usually will influence your self-esteem. Like, why would you have high confidence if when you get really honest with yourself, you don't think your body trusts you? It's just a very fair question, right? So I would say about 10 years ago, I started getting sick easily. And I don't know if this is the case for you, but I'd be very curious for you to evaluate. Like, What's your relationship with a cold or COVID or the flu? Like, do you rarely get sick? Do you often get sick? Um, Or maybe you don't officially get sick, but you have a lot of allergies. Or maybe you don't have allergies. You have sensitivities that you're not aware of. And some signs of that can look like phlegm in your throat when you eat something and maybe you're not noticing or a stuffy nose, like you're always getting a stuffy nose, or even a sore throat all the time. And maybe you're not paying attention, you're not noticing that that comes from food. It's not like you get a sore throat every week, that's not normal. Or maybe you have, you know, my favorite little not so favorite, which is brain fog, where, you know, on some days you feel like a hero stringing a sentence together. And you're noticing if you look back that your mind used to be a little bit clearer, your memory used to be a little bit sharper. A lot of these things are influenced by food sensitivities. And one of my favorite food sensitivity tests is Everly Well. And um, I just love them because it's something that you can do at home. And you know, why not? So I'll have us put a discount code for Everly Well in the show notes if you want to get their food sensitivity test and just check out what's going on with your body. Um, And if you have that phlegm in your throat, that stuffy nose, that brain fog, that sore throat, any of those, you would be a great candidate for food sensitivity. Headaches also can manifest. And um, of course, there's allergies, which you can see an ENT doctor and get your allergies officially checked. But 
one thing that I want to say here is that there's a big difference between allergies and food sensitivities. Food sensitivities tend to come from this new phenomenon that I'm sure a lot of you have heard about and that I've been hearing plenty about, leaky gut. What that basically means is there's these cells inside of the walls of your intestine. And because the millennial generation kind of grew up eating like shit, like we had so many processed foods, the cells became porous in our intestines. And as a result, a lot of things that we typically would eat would make their way out of our intestine, which was supposed to exit our body, and into our bloodstream. So that's something to really look at. Um, you know, and what that means is that your body, your bloodstream starts to recognize these foods as an attacker because they shouldn't be floating around in your bloodstream. So if you have a leaky gut, which I'll talk about a little bit further, um, you also probably have brain fog, stuffy nose, food sensitivities, all sorts of different manifestations. And that's different than an allergy. An allergy is something that you tend to develop or you're born with. And maybe you get into anaphylactic shock, you need an EpiPen, or maybe you're, you you get swelling or hives. Food sensitivities are developed through often leaky gut. And that's why when people take a food sensitivity test, what they're usually going to find is that they're sensitive to things they eat all the time. And that makes sense because their intestine is porous and it's releasing particles of food into their bloodstream that is getting attacked. And typically that's food that your bloodstream keeps seeing. So usually what you're going to see in food sensitivity tests is that you're sensitive to foods and you're having a reaction to foods that you eat all the time. And it doesn't mean you're allergic to them necessarily. It just means that you might need to take a break from them and heal your gut. So I've been working really hard to heal my gut. And one of the things that I did and made the decision to do was join Parsley Health. And you can totally uh, join, you know, get a naturopath, um, you know, I have someone that I love, Susan Bell. She has a company called Silver Bullet. Um, there's also Parsley Health, which is a, an annual membership. Um, Juliana King in Los Angeles does acupuncture. I mean, there's so many resources out there. And I want to talk to you about acupuncture as well, because it's pretty amazing. My list keeps growing. I keep adding to my notes right now. Um, but if you get that Everly Well food sensitivity test, and again, check the show notes so you can get a discount on it, um, you'll find that you probably are sensitive to something or another. And from there, it's it's a decision about diet. So the question is, what do you need to do with your diet to heal your gut? And again, I'm no expert, but this is what I've been told. This is what I've been doing. And this is what's definitely worked for me. I've become gluten-free, dairy-free, and sugar-free most of the time. And that sounds, I mean, for me, someone who loves snack accidents, that pretty much sounds like everything free. Like, what, what am I even eating? What my diet really looks like is a lot of salads, a lot of meats, a lot of vegetables, gluten-free crackers, gluten-free bread, a lot of nut butters, um, low glycemic fruits like berries I have a lot of, um, and nut milks for dairy. And I'm learning to really find my way here. And if you're not on my email list at ashleystall.com, definitely take the free quiz because it puts you on my email list. And every single week I've been sending out recipes that are gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, or they're not, but I offer alternatives to make them that way. Game changer. So gluten-free, if you like to bake or cook, is usually a game of just shifting your flour or your bread to gluten-free. And when you think about gluten, you want to think about glue. If you like, and, it, and it's kind of sneaky, gluten hides in soy sauce. So you have to get tamari, which is pretty much the same thing as soy sauce. Sometimes it hides in seasonings, which is super weird, but most of the time it's hiding in carbs. 
When it comes to sugar, I did a really amazing episode on U-Turn Podcast with Kelly Levesque, and I can't recommend it enough. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely check it out. She talks about how you know, there's regular processed sugar like white sugar or even foods that turn into sugar like uh, potatoes or chips that make your insulin spike. And then there's alternatives, which is what I use, monk fruit and stevia. Monk fruit is, is from a plant and it tastes like sugar, but it doesn't do the same thing to your body. You don't get that sugar high and sugar crash. It's much kinder to your system. And so I now bake only with monk fruit regular sugar or monk fruit powdered sugar and that and and bake. And that has been a game changer for me. I love the brand Lakanto. I buy a ton of their products. Um, they are awesome. And then I recently tried Catalina Crunch cereal, which is, um, you know, sugar-free, dairy-free, you know, gluten-free. I found it was just okay. It wasn't like my favorite flavor, but it was something. Um, and then of course there's dairy free. And you have to think about nut milks when you think about this because a lot of people are turning to oat milk, which is full of sugar. I love oat milk. It's really creamy and tasty. But I would recommend a nut milk. Like macadamia nut tends to have pretty low sugar content. And if you think about it, a nut milk has more protein because it's based on water with nuts versus water with oats um, or anything else. So you want to think about where your nut milks come from. Um, so one thing that Parsley Health did when I joined them, and then I also had a naturopath, and I heard that the website Planet Naturopath is also awesome for you to order tests and get a consultation, was I had them do a, a ton of blood work, um, food sensitivities, allergies, and then they also did a stool test for my gut health. So this is something that you want to look at. And when you think about your digestion, I just want to point out that if you are like farting all the time, if it takes you a long time to poop, usually that's a sign that your digestion is not normal. Like going to the bathroom should be a very simple, I don't want to say quick experience, but it shouldn't be long if your body is working and your digestion is good. So if you're constantly having gas, if you're constantly um, in the bathroom, that's a sign that your body is not jiving with something. And the stool test that uh, Parsley Health gave me was Genova Diagnostics. And you could probably ask any naturopath or doctor that kind of is at the intersection of Western and Eastern medicine to administer this test. And it's obviously not pleasant. You have to like literally poop in a French pie like tray for three days, like one a day and put it in lab. It's pretty gory, but you get these results and it really shows you a clear screenshot of where your health is at from a digestive standpoint and how your gut is doing. And another sign that you might have gut issues beyond the brain fog or the stuffy nose or the food sensitivities is also skin sensitivities. That's how it manifests for me. I get weird skin rashes all the time. And, you know, it's it's so important that you start to notice that these things are not normal. And if you keep getting antibiotics to get rid of skin rashes without knowing why they're coming. Let's get you to the root of it so that you can really heal on all levels. Uh, when I got my blood work done, my immune markers were insane. It looked like my immune system was in overdrive. So that was what inspired me to get a test on Lyme disease. And what I want to point out about this test is that, you know, I wouldn't have asked for it, but looking back, I started getting sick really easily 10 years ago. And so I think that I probably got Lyme disease when I was working in counterterrorism in D.C. because D.C. has a lot of ticks, although I've heard that Lyme can be transmitted through spiders, ticks, and mosquitoes. 
And regular deer ticks are now often found in California. It's not just an East Coast thing. My doctor thinks that a lot of people have Lyme disease and it manifests in a ton of ways. It can be um, brain fog, memory issues, anxiety. Um, I mean, it's it's a very misunderstood diagnosis. I know you've probably seen Justin Bieber has it. Avril Lavigne has it. I guess I'm the lucky person to be joining that unfortunate club. But it's been a real healer for me in a sense because it's really up-leveled how I treat my health. And my doctor told me that inflammation is the underlying cause for so much disease. And that's why my diet is gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free because it's anti-inflammatory. And if you are inflamed or you have a headache, a headache is usually literally inflammation. So again, not a doctor here, but this is what I've been told, just passing it along, especially because it's been working for me to know this stuff. Hey everyone, it's Ash here, and I'm sure you've heard me talking about Beam before and how important it is to stay hydrated out there because when you're not hydrated, well, we all know how that goes. We get headaches, fatigue, and we simply don't feel our best. And for me, kind of growing up in Los Angeles and influencer land with so many people who are focused on wellness, I always think often, you know, just about how important it is to go back to the basics and being hydrated is so that just getting enough sleep getting hydrated and boosting that focus so luckily beams elevate hydration powders make it so easy for you to not only get the electrolytes your body needs but also the digestive balanced enhanced energy and help with recovery elevate comes in three flavors over at beam to meet your specific needs Balance brings you pre and probiotics to support a healthy gut. Energy delivers just that with caffeine and recovery, and it's made with collagen peptides for extra joint and muscle support. Plus, your water tastes amazing. If you haven't messed around with electrolytes in your water, it is time to get started. It's a game changer. If you don't know this, research is indicating that the quality of our water and our fertilizer has significantly gone down. And as a result, it's so important that we are able to revitalize our water with electrolytes. Every single Elevate powder odor over at Beam is made with a supercharged stack of electrolytes like coconut water, pink Himalayan salt, sourced completely from nature. Plus, there's never any added sugar or artificial sweeteners. And all the hydration powders are paleo and keto friendly. Our listeners can get the Elevate Variety Pack for 35% off by going to beamorganics.com slash U-Term. That's B-E-A-M dot com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N to try the Variety Pack at 35% off. Happy hydrating, my friends. But what really struck me when I got the Lyme test was that she did a full panel of different tick and bug-borne illnesses. And there were other bug bites from mosquitoes that I had gotten over the years that the doctor had pointed out, just like Lyme disease. Here's how it works. It's either positive or negative, meaning it's either awake or asleep if you have it. And you either have it or you don't. So I have Lyme, and it's a lifelong diagnosis until something, a cure comes, And basically, I have to manage it, meaning that it needs to either be awake or asleep. And my goal is to keep it asleep. And one of the best ways to make your Lyme go to sleep is to keep your health good, keep your sleep good, keep your stress to a minimum, and have a really good diet. Keep yourself from being inflamed because, um, you know, this tick-borne illness loves inflammation, and so does so many illnesses. Um, That's why you hear people having flare-ups of different autoimmune conditions or other conditions after they've had a traumatic event like a divorce or a car accident. It's because 
it it flares it up in their system. So I could say a thousand times, I'm not an expert on this, but this is what I'm finding. And what was super interesting to me was that she found a couple other bites in my system. Um, she also found Epstein-Barr virus, which I think a lot of people know to be the kissing disease or mono. And what it showed in my system was that I I got over it, but that it exists. And just like Lyme disease, you either have Epstein-Barr or you don't, and it can become awake or asleep at any time in your life. And you usually will, it will manifest as being very, you'll be very tired, um, like extreme fatigue. And if you don't know you have it, sometimes that works against you because if you know it's there, you can manage it. And so what struck me was having a couple other mosquito bites that she said, oh yeah, you have a couple mosquito bites that are just like Lyme and just like Epstein-Barr. They wake up when they want to. So there are these viruses that live in your body and they wake up whenever they want to, if you're stressed, if you're not taking care of yourself, and they make you feel like shit. And so it was eye-opening for me to realize not only that I have Lyme, but that I have these other mosquito bites that caused viruses. And I say this not to scare you. I talk about Epstein-Barr and the mono, not to scare you as well, but to inform you that a lot of us have gotten, especially if you know yourself to be someone who gets bug bites, we tend to have these little viruses that hide in our system. And one thing I didn't know until recently is that when you get a pathogen in your body, it lives there for the rest of your life, even if it's dead. So if you have a virus, you get every cold you've ever had, it's circulating in your bloodstream. And so uh, my thought is, what can we do to minimize that? And, you know, I'm very hesitant to talk about um, you know, any sort of like what you should take because everybody's body is so different. Um, but from a supplement standpoint, I have been told repeatedly that D, vitamin D, zinc, um, a multivitamin, vitamin C, a probiotic, and a fish oil are pretty much necessary for anyone. Um, but again, you could check with your doctor. Um, and there have been a lot of controversial studies that are indicating that there is a tie to having severe COVID and being deficient of vitamin D. So not sure if that's the case or not, but it's something to check out. And that's something I got from Parsley Health. So I did my stool test. I got a bunch of bug-related tests. I did a bunch of blood work. Um, I did food sensitivities. They also tested me for a mold, which was a 24-hour urine test, meaning that I walked around my house with a weird jug and peed in it for 24 hours. And I found that I had low levels, um, well, medium levels of mold. And I was able to get a prescription to get the mold out of my system. For people who have autoimmune illness, like anything autoimmune, my understanding is that mold will manifest as brain fog, as disorientation, as tiredness. Um, for people who do not have an autoimmune condition, mold tends to manifest as a almost like an allergy, like stuffy nose, runny nose, um, headaches. So it's interesting to kind of pay attention to that. And then another test that I did not get from Parsley Health, but a lot of people do get, and I've heard a lot of friends have this issue, is heavy metals. Um, maybe they have too much mercury in their body because they eat too much fish, these are all really important things to know about yourself and to check out. And, you know, my protocol for healing my Lyme disease and getting it to be negative um, is to really take a look at dental and mouth issues. So the mouth is usually the entry point for so many issues that we are not aware of. And it's really, really important that we get in tune with our mouth. That means not just doing your regular dental cleanings, but getting those x-rays. I ended up having an infection where my wisdom teeth were removed. 
And the only reason I found it was because I saw a biological dentist who had a really high level CAT scan machine um, that was able to see my entire jaw versus where she's x-raying specifically. And she was able to say, wow, you've got an infection in that area where your wisdom teeth were removed years ago. And I was able to get that out. I had to go through dental surgery and they sent it into the lab. It had some really gross things that they found in the pathogen. But the point is that for me having Lyme disease, my immune system is always fighting it. And maybe you have something in your mouth. Maybe you have something in your tonsils, which I'll talk about. And if you don't get that looked at or tended to, what happens is your immune system is every single day tending to your mouth. That's one area it's tending to. So you want to be really diligent about your mouth. If you have any aches, if you have any pains, um, you want to make sure you floss, obviously. Um, you know, I could talk about skincare, wearing, you know, sunscreen, all those things, the basics, right? But another protocol that I had, so first I went to Parsley, got all these tests, got my supplements on, tried to heal the mold. Um, then I got a dental and mouth exam, did dental surgery. My next step was getting my tonsils out. I've been getting sore throats for a long time. If you get a lot of sore throats, um, you probably want to consider getting your tonsils out. I went to Dr. Kian Karimi in Los Angeles, K-I-A-N, Karimi with a K. He was awesome, really liked him. Um, it's not a pleasant surgery, so I wouldn't seek it out unless you feel like you get a lot of sore throats. But the thing is, is that, or if your tonsils are always inflamed, which mine were, Usually that means there's an infection in there and literally no joke, they took my tonsils out, sent them to the lab and found out that I had active flesh eating bacteria in my tonsil. I'm sorry if this is TMI, but I want to share with you that the the doctor, the surgeon told me that this means that my my immune system was always fighting with my tonsils, always fighting with my mouth until I got those two things out. So in addition to dealing with Lyme, it was dealing with my tonsils, it was dealing with my teeth all these different things that keep it distracted. And I must have an amazing immune system because I have very minimal symptoms of Lyme disease versus a lot of people I know who get very, very sick. And what that tells me is that the more I can minimize the threats to my immune system and allow it to just work its magic with Lyme disease, the better. And of course, we could go on and on about water and really evaluating how much water do you need every day. I love putting electrolytes in my water. Um, it's so important. You probably heard me talk on the podcast at some point about Beam. They have amazing electrolytes. We will include in the show notes here a discount code for those. Our water is dead. It, you know, our soil is dead. The food that we are eating is processed. Like the amount of natural nutrients we used to get from water, from the fertilizer that fertilized our vegetables and fruits is void. And we need to either supplement or, you know, take supplements or put things in our water to nourish our bodies. And again, not a doctor, but that's something that I've been told time and time again by some of the best doctors I know. And that's why I've been using Beam's electrolytes and so many more. And then of course there's sleep. Everybody needs a different amount of sleep. You've definitely heard me before, I'm sure, talking about the importance of understanding whether you're a morning person or not, because not everyone is a morning person and it's genetic whether you are or you are not. Um, and, and then speaking of, you know, the body, I love um, Modern Fertility and everything they're doing. And we will include in the show notes a link to a Modern Fertility discount for their fertility tests. Um, so important if you're a woman to understand where your fertility is at. 
Uh, I have never seen so many friends struggle with infertility as I have now. I don't know if it's just that I'm at that age, but it seems like every person I know who's trying to have a baby is calling me crying about fertility. So it's hard to watch. Um, And then, of course, vegetables. I've said before, you know, my doctor informed me that it's not just about having a certain amount of portions of vegetables every day. It's also about having variety in your vegetables every single day. Super important. So make sure you're getting that variety. That means that instead of just having X amount of servings of vegetables per day, you want to have five to seven different colors of vegetables, different vegetables per day. So I love doing a rainbow chopped salad. I talk about that on my email list and my recipes if you haven't seen that on my newsletter. And, um, you know, 23andMe offers a really cool health option. So if you want to get a 23andMe test, and we'll see if we can get that a discount for you guys in the show notes, um, really good to check that option and see what your health indicates. Your issues may, may or may not be based on a genetic level. Um, and then, of course, there's working on your beliefs and your mindset so that you're not stressed, um, working on your relationships, working on yourself, the most important relationship. So, you know, I've done a lot of work on limiting beliefs and trauma. And, you know, the best programs I know to do that outside of having a coach one-on-one is the University of Santa Monica. They do amazing, amazing spiritual psychology programs. The Hoffman Process, I'm attending in December. It's a five-day process. They book months out. So if you want to do that, it's not cheap. It's around $5,000, but it includes room, board, and food for a week. They You turn on your cell phone and you do deep work on yourself. And then I've also heard Tony Robbins' Date with Destiny is the thing. And this is from all of my friends who do a lot of work on themselves. So I plan to go to Hoffman. I've already done USM and I'm going to go to Date with Destiny. And of course, relationships and love. Like there's no amount of supplements, green juice, or sleep that will replace a relationship that is toxic for your being. So really pay attention to any energy links in your life, your life and remember that you know, a lot of the time, the problem is not what you need to remove in your life or add in your life. The problem is what you need to remove. Um, You know, we are such a complicated species and we continue to complicate ourselves when usually the answer is to simplify and to remove something that's causing us pain. And then a final thing I wanted to talk about was acupuncture. I have two friends who weren't getting their period and they went to acupuncture. It started coming back. I had two friends who couldn't get pregnant. They went to acupuncture. It started coming back. I know someone who tested positive for Lyme, went to acupuncture. It went away. Acupuncture is powerful. It's um, a great modality, something to look into. Some people's insurance will cover it. There's so much I could talk about on my health journey here, and I hope it was of service to you. I would love to hear from you in the DMs on Instagram. If you want more health issues, is this boring? Wanted to impart it either way can't recommend enough for you to let this coming year be the year that you get on top of your health. Because if your physical isn't working, usually it's really hard for your mental to be working and for you to be making a true impact in the world. So I'm sending you so much love, so much gratitude for listening to the show, especially those of you who have taken the time to write reviews. You know how much those mean to me. I can't thank you enough. And uh, looking forward to hearing from you on this episode. Until next time, friends. What's going on, U-Turn friends? It's Ashley here. I realize I've been doing this podcast for years and I almost never talk about my ghostwriting and publicity company called Cake 
publishing. We have some of the best writers I know writing New York Times bestselling books, writing wording for people's websites, emails, and so much more, as well as publicists who are incredible at getting you on television, whether it's Good Morning America, Today Show, or your local news, and we want to support you. We have been helping influencers, companies, and charities get their words and message out into the world, and we are so inspired by it. So if for some reason, you're a business owner or you work with a company that needs a ghostwriter for any reason, a speechwriter, or a publicist to get you out there into the world, head on over to Cake Publishing dot com that's c-a-k-e publishing dot com or you can shoot me an email at ashley at cake publishing dot com thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode <laughs>